Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. G'day, welcome to Better Than Yesterday. Thanks for being here. I'm Osha Ginsberg, and this is a tri-weekly podcast that's just here to help make your day-to-day better than yesterday, something you hear on this show, and every show is going to do just that. I've been here since 2013, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'm here, Mondays and Wednesdays with a guest, Fridays, I'm here with you. Plenty of interviews, hundreds of interviews, and um, on Fridays, uh, I do like to just chat with you, just kind of check in and, and let you know kind of where I'm at, because I am someone that goes through the world with what's known as... Uh, has been a mental illness, and I guess it's just a condition at this point, something I live with and manage quite well, so with work, but I manage it. And so I, I started to want to have conversations about what life was like living with a kind of brain like mine because I wasn't having, I wasn't hearing these kind of conversations when I first got sick. And I can tell by the amount of people that write to me, email, send us your email at gmail.com or DM on Instagram or Twitter. I can tell by having these conversations, I know that I am doing for you what was done for me by hearing other people who had been where I was and were now somewhere where I wanted to be closer to, I could go, all oh, right, so I'm not the only person here dealing with this and oh, there's ways around this. Oh, cool. Not alone. That stuff really, really helped me. So all I'm trying to do on a Friday is just kind of give what was given to me and I'm, I'm grateful to do it and I'm grateful that it, it does work for so many people who listen. And, and thank you so much for the people who do listen to Dad Pod, which is on Thursdays. It's me and Charlie, two dads who make a podcast by dads for dads who don't want to be shit dads. And it's really fun. It's a really, really cool. This one was all about uh, separation from a parent, whether it be me being away and Audrey at home with Wolfie at work or Jem being away and Charlie at home with Iona. Well, Jem's at work. And dealing with the two sides of kind of being the person by yourself with your kids. Um, it's a really good chat and um, you can check it out in your podcast feed. Today, I kind of want to talk a bit about coping strategies. So I'm, I'm a big fan of, well, knowledge is power. We all know that. But knowing what was going on with me and knowing what was happening in my brain, the actual mechanics of what was going on, the chemical reactions, the neurotransmitters, the things that those thoughts that I was unable to control were doing to my body, understanding what they were and recognizing them was such a huge part in me getting better, me seeking appropriate treatment and me knowing what to do when things got really bad. Because it's super important to know what is going on 
in an emergency situation or when you know you're in a crisis. It's super important to understand that there's a tool you can use to get you out of an emergency situation or you know being in a crisis. It might be you fall out of a plane. Oh, there's things called parachutes. Uh, you know your apartment, your hotel rooms on fire. Ah, oh, there's things called fire escapes. But then using those tools, pull a ripcord. You know. Take a breath, pull the record. Parachute is no good if it's not open. Uh, fire stairs, only useful if you use them, all right? So knowing what's going on in a critical situation, understanding the tools you might need to get you out and the people you love out of that emergency situation, but then using those tools in that emergency situation. And I started kind of thinking about how that can be put into context. So if you think about like in ancient times, pre-enlightenment. Thunder and lightning were fucking terrifying things. They could kill you. They could set fire to a mountain. And if you're trying to comprehend what the fuck's going on, you're clearly thinking, well, everything I know in my world around me is created by humans. So some sort of human thing is creating this and it must be a terrifying thing. Oh my God, it's a God. Oh my God, it's a God. (laughs) And cultures all over the world have, have names for the thunder and lightning gods they were destructive things that killed people, set forests on fire, exploded trees, destroyed cows, you name it. It was bad, frightening shit. Thor in Norse mythology, not Chris Hemsworth, as great as that one was with Taika Waititi and all the Guns N' Roses songs, really like that. Thor from Norse mythology, you know, with the hammer, lightning, thunder, storms, you know, big god there. Like, what's going on? It's fucking Thor hitting his hammer. Clearly, kids, get inside. Better, like, that's it. In, in Greece, Zeus, king of the gods, god of lightning, god of thunder. What's happening? Oh, Zeus is upset. Kids, get inside. Bad times if we stay out here. Zeus is upset. In Hindu and Buddhist mythology, a god called Indra shows up, wielding a lightning thunderbolt weapon known as Vajra. And sometimes Indra shows up riding a white elephant holding a thunderbolt. The elephant's called uh, Aravata. But in, in Buddhist iconography, Indra is drawn on the elephant and the elephant sometimes has three heads. Or sometimes the elephant has five heads. Boom, boom, boom. It's the five-headed elephant and the fucking thunderbolt god. Kids, get inside. In Australian First Nations Aboriginal mythology, specifically uh, the Gunwingu people of West Arnhem Land, the ancestral being is known as Namakon. Namakon speaks with thunder as his voice. And he rides a storm cloud. He throws lightning bolts at humans and lightning bolts at trees and lives in a puddle. He soaks up the sun's rays, which form giant bright arcs of light across his shoulders. He's, he's often, you don't really see him much. He shows up in the pre-monsoon season and then he makes the massive sounds by striking the clouds with stone axes that he's got fixed to his kind of heads and his elbows and his, and his knees. And he's always there, apparently, to remind people of the consequences of, in, of invoking spiritual power. And if the people disobey the law, the Marakon, he hissles, crackles, strikes the offender with spears of lightning. Kids, the Marakon's coming, get inside. Lightning was terrifying. We had no idea what it was. So we can only treat it as this gigantic, omnipotent, destructive deity that starts fires and kills people and shows up at the same time as, as wind and rain and, and noise and, and, and it shakes your chest cavity. You feel it in your chest. You feel it thumping you. It was really, 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 really scary. And rightly so, because it meant death and fire. But along the way, we started to figure out, maybe, maybe it's not 
a Norseman with a hammer or a bloke on a five-headed elephant. Eventually, we figured out lightning. It's just a thing. It happens in nature. It's actually an electrostatic discharge. And it actually comes from two places at once. It's when something in the atmosphere is electrically charged and something on the ground is electrically charged and they neutralize themselves. They actually meet about a gigajoule of energy, bang, in a, in a split of a second. Huge amount of heat, huge amount of light, just enormous amount of light and heat is generated at that, at that moment. And so much heat and so much light happens in that split second that the atmospheric gases, the nitrogen, and the oxygen, the carbon dioxide, uh, they instantaneously go through such an enormous increase in pressure. There's a shockwave that's caused by that. And that makes a huge noise. Like something, if you're close enough, it sounds like a sonic boom. It's crazy loud. We call that thunder. And that's what it is. It's just physics. And along the way, we figured out ways to avoid getting hurt by it or minimizing our get inside. So the old people knew what they were talking about. Get inside, number one. Stay away from electrical equipment because there's wires outside that conduct electricity and a gigajoule of energy is way more than 240 volts and you don't want to be anywhere near that stuff. In the old days, we had landlines, so we always had to stay off the phone during a lightning storm in Brisbane. Don't take a shower, all right, because the lightning travels through the water, through the pipes, the electricity. If you're in a group, if you're stuck outside, if you're in a group of people, stand further apart. Like, don't create a, a giant blob that the electricity can kind of amass around to be a part of that ne- the negative or positive charge. I can't remember which one the ground is. Don't hide under a single tree in a field. Bad idea. Stay away from, like, a pond or a, or a lake or whatever. Don't stand near a TV antenna. And for God's sake, get off that hill or that mountain, all right? And number one, get inside, kids. Thor, fucking not so scary now, I know what to do. I can thwart the power of the gods. I have that power that I can take on a god at the greatest might, the most terrifying thing my ancestors could think of. I know how to beat them. I'm the last five minutes of a Marvel movie. Ta-da, I win. Amazing, right? I can thwart the power of the gods with my knowledge. And in many ways, for me, that is very, very similar to knowing what's going on with your mental health. If you don't know what an anxiety attack is or you don't know what depression is, it's catastrophic. Literally, it can kill you. I can tell you that for a fact. I've been there. If you don't know what anxiety is or you don't know what depression is, it's, it's terrifying to be stuck in it if you don't know what's happening because it, it feels real. But if you know what it is, if you know what anxiety is, you know what depression is, then you can also know the tools that are well available, some of them free, that you can do to, to manage those situations. You can know how to do a breathing exercise to downregulate when you're in a, a panic attack or an anxiety attack. You can know how to do a gratitude practice to start to nudge your brain into perceiving the things around you and the world around you in a more positive light if you're stuck in a depressive state. You can also know that you know it's quite powerful to use mindfulness or to use exercise to boost your body's ability to get into a more positive mood state. You can have all these tools and know that they're true. You can also know that, you know what, going to see a doctor is a really smart idea. That's a really good tool. Help-seeking behavior is a really good tool. Taking medication, a really good tool. I can know these things. And what do you know? then you are using tools that have been discovered by people before us. You go, here you go. Here's how you deal with this. Easy peasy. Off you pop. And then you're no longer at the whim of this terrifying, terrifying thing that you didn't know what it was. 
But if you know what it is, but you don't use those tools, essentially you're, you're staying out on the golf course at Intrapilly in Brisbane at 4pm on a summer's afternoon as that storm is rolling in and you're reaching for your titanium driver and you're holding it right over your head doing your practice swings just as you're starting to hear the thunders. And you're expecting that nothing's going to happen. Knowing what is going on is more than half of getting better. It evaporates the scariness of it. It becomes, oh, that's just that thing. You can be in the middle, for example, you can be in the middle of like a heavy anxiety situation. And if you take just half a second to go, oh, my hands are shaking, my heart's beating really fast, my throat's constricted, oh, oh, I'm having... Oh, I'm having an amygdala hijack. Oh, there's a part of my brain that has triggered my ancestral fight or flight response. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm in a meeting right now and someone's just said something that kind of pissed me off a bit. I probably don't need to be ready to claw my way out of here. Hmm. I probably don't need to have this feeling right now and I'm certainly better not act on this because probably not going to be great if I'm here. You might already know that doing some really simple breathing and a few kind of simple muscle relaxation exercises that'll help your brain get the right mix of CO2 and oxygen to help you think a little more clearly will put you in a better place and help you ride out the release of what's often a huge amount of adrenaline that gets, you know, is coursing through your veins in those moments. And you can recognize that. Oh, this is what's going on. Oh, I know what to do here. Sorry, carry on. What's happening next Wednesday when the activation? Oh, great. Client's going to be there. Brilliant. Knowing the tools is one thing. Using them is another. Take the time. Take the time to learn what goes on. If it's anxiety, take the time. Learn what your amygdala does. Learn that, what that bit of your brain does, all right? Know what happens to your frontal lobes in your brain when you're in that state, the parts of your body that help you reason and you know what happens to your ability to make good decisions when you're in those states. Understand those things. Understand how your ability to think clearly is affected. Because if you can recognize that, you'll be like, oh, I know what's happening here. I'm in no state to say yes or no to anything or agree or disagree to something or drive sometimes. I know what to do here. And then learn about what you can do in that situation. Remember that the antidote to panic is a plan. If Look, you can't find a fire escape in a hotel if you haven't checked the map on the back of the door. And you won't know that you're getting hot and you can't breathe if you don't know what fire is. Once you figure out what those two things are, you know what to do and how to get you and your family to safety if you're ever in a hotel fire. So it's the same with your brain. Learn it for yourself. Look up what's going on. Figure out, oh, so this is what's happening if I'm in a depressive state and, oh, God, I don't know if I drink and I did that. Whoa, okay, that's what happens. So when you're out of it, or this is what happens in anxiety state. It's an anxious state. What happens here? Oh, hands shake, can't think, oh, get aggressive. Okay, okay, what can I do? How can I regulate that back to a kind of more stable place? Learn it for yourself learn it for someone you care about, and then learn the tools so you can help yourself or someone you love when they're in the middle of something. Like knowing what to do in a lightning storm, you can harness and beat the power of the gods. You, you can. You just need to know what to do, but take the time to do it. That was 15 straight minutes. And there was some ancient deity situations going on. She was pretty excited to look up because I'm like, surely there's more than Thor. Wikipedia, it's awesome when you need it. I hope that resonated. I hope that makes sense. Because I was kind of talking about it to a mate yesterday. I was like, how do I put this? Yeah, it's this thing that we used to be terrified of. And we created entire God structures and huge religious dogmas around this terrifying thing that we thought would come and kill us. But now we know what it is and we know how to avoid it. We are now more powerful than gods. Pretty amazing stuff. 
it's the same with your mental health, man. Same with what's going on with your body. If you know how your brain works in those situations and then you now know the tools how to regulate those situations, those situations no longer have power over you and you know what to do. And if you can't use those regulations, I don't know, I've been there. If you can no longer regulate, then luckily for you and me, in our beautiful country of Australia, we have doctors we can go to and they can help us out. And that is a brilliant thing. Um, okay, it's, oh my goodness, I think, I think I'm going to go and read some stories that are completely focused on the location of a sheep that is green. I think it's that time of night. So I better go do that. I can hear it happening upstairs. Thank you so much for listening. Monday's show is going to blow your socks off. It's Todd Sampson. Yeah, Todd Sampson's back, baby. He's got a new uh, episode, I guess, or a new film under Mirror Mirror, which he did. He did one on uh, cosmetic surgery and things and the visual aspect of our society and body modification. This one, Mirror Mirror, is about um, social media and what it's doing to us, our brains, our children. It's harrowing. It's terrifying. You've got to fucking listen to it because there's so many things that I learned that I can do straight away to protect me and my family from this stuff. It's amazing. Can't wait for you to hear it. Big thanks to Andy Ma who cut this episode. Uh, quick, quick, quick <laughs> turnaround. And um, thanks very much to uh, Toe Hyder for the music, Bruce Deal on research and support, and Rachel Barrett for the executive production. You're awesome. I'll see you Monday. Until then, sleep well and dream of beautiful things. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.